đời sông núi anh em ta đáp đời sông núi quyết bảo vệ sang sang ta thể chết cho quê hương at host my radio it's on on every monday and every friday and host my radio welcome to the show thank you Welcome to this week's episode of Team Cow My Radio today. Happy Monday, everyone. And as you may, as you may know, we're about to veer in into July 1st. There's going to be something on July 1st we're going to be talking about as well. But we'll get there in a couple minutes. And we'll be there um, in a few moments. But let's get ready for the news. Because we have a couple... There's a lot of rest, um, stories going on here in the uh, in the new in the news today. By the way, if you guys want to continue on knowing what kind of um, stuff I, information I've been getting from is from um, a web, is from a, an online news. Um, it's called Hong Kong Free Press. You guys can look it up. It is a phenomenon. It is phenomenon on any news. It's non-biased. It's unbiased. Whatever you look up is what it's gonna get. Alright, we're going to get into it. So, transfer of national security cases against Hong Kong TM individuals group adjourned for another three months. So, yes, as an excuse for another delay for whatever they can. The transfer of the national, of the national security cases against the defunct organization of the Hong Kong annual TM individuals and two of the group's leaders had been adjourned for another three months, which is too long. Three former leaders of the Hong Kong Alliance in support of Patriot Democratic Movement of China, Lei Chat Yan, Albert Ho, Chao Han Tong, appeared in front of the Principal Magistrate Magistrate Peel Law at the West Kowloon Magistrate Courts on Friday. The trio, along with the disbanded alliance, were accused of, incite, of incitement to subversion under the Beijing National Security under the Beijing imposed national security law. The sweeping legislation also criminalizes secession, collusion of foreign forces, and terrorist acts, which were the def- Broadly, defi- broadly defined to de- include disruption to transport and other infrastructures. The court was scheduled to handle the prosecution application to transfer the case against the alliance, Lee and Ho, to the High Court on Friday. Law adjourned the proceeding to September 14th. It will be a year since the group faced persecution. The next time Lee and Ho appeared in court for the case in September, Lee, Ho, and Chow were first brought to the to court for the Lions cases on September 10th last year. While both former lawmakers were serving jail time for other protest-related charges at the, at the time of the prosecution, Chow was denied bail on September 2021 and has since been, has been sentenced to prison over the banned 2020 and the 2021 TM individuals. Following the arrest and persecution of multiple members, the alliance dissolved following a member's vote in September last year. The group is now represented by an official receiver, a government body. Under the under, so, Mosi's group, Mosi's kind of reports that we are witnessing. There's not much we can say why they're doing this. Besides, that all that we can know is that they get delaying it. And you expect me to sit here and say, well, that's what they deserve. No, I don't think they deserve that. 
Okay, there's no reason for them to deserve any of these damn problems. Because we have the rights to impose, to have our own rights of organizing our own vigils. Since because China, we can't do it, why not do it in Hong Kong? Hong Kong is the only place in the Chinese soil to have these Tiananmen vigils. And to have them being eliminated and exterminated is not going to, it's, the plot of the national security law is just like it's totally trying to annihilate anyone that disagrees with them. Anything can be a national security law crime. Hong Kong 25th anniversary. China, China Xi Jinping to visit for July 1st Hanover anniversary will inaugurate John Lee as well. Chinese dictator or Chinese presentator, thank you Chris, thank you Chris Chapel. Chinese presentator Xi Jinping will visit Hong Kong on July 1st to mark the 25th anniversary up the up the city's Hanover from Britain to China, state media reviewed on Saturday. She will also swear in Hong Kong's new administration, led by former Chief Secretary and Security Minister John Lee. In a, state, in a statement on Saturday, he said, Hong Kong is at a crucial stage of advancing from chaos to governance and gradually towards prosperity. I wish, I wish to express my heartfelt gratitude to President Xi for his caring and support for Hong Kong. Of course, they're shoe shiners, we expect. Incumbent leader Carrie Lam also welcomed the news in the in a press release on Saturday. Over the past five years, with President Xi's warm regards and the central authorities' full support, full support, the SAR, the Hong Kong SAR, has been steadfastly implementing the one country two system principle. Xi's visit fully shows the importance that the central authorities attach to, and their support for Hong Kong, for which I would. I to express my heartfelt gratitude on the behalf of the Hong Kong SAR. It is a tradition for state officials to visit Hong Kong on the Hanover anniversary. She last visited to inaugurate Lam in 2017. However, this year's plan was marked by with uncertainty partially due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Hong Kong began to see a rise of trends of local infection in June. After the case ebbed in April and May, following the city's deadliest wave of virus during the fifth wave, more than 1 million residents were infected and over 9,000 people died. So go ahead and wrap, around your, wrap your head around that. There, are, there have been rumors that she would not visit because of the outbreak, as he has not left China since the outbreak began. However, there were also reports indicating that the hotel near the Hong Kong Convention and Exhibition Center while the celebration was usually held, were fully booked by the government. Top government officials and some school pupils were also asked to undergo a quarantine period as part of the closed-loop closed loop arrangement ahead of Xi's journey. The announcements of Xi's visit came two days after the Secretary for Constitutional and Mainland Affairs, um, Eric Zhang, Mainland Affairs, Eric Zhang and Director Chief Executive Office Eric Chan tested positive for COVID-19. At least 10 media outlets, including Hong Kong Free Press, the one I'm reading out right now, were effectively barred from covering Lee's inauguration as they did not receive an invite to the event. So what's the point of even asking them to come do it anyway? It's like the most biggest fraud story we can ever see in our whole life. It's very hilarious. It's not really. It's seriously funny to see this even happening at all anyway. 
It's funny because they're saying that this and that, but reality it makes me laugh because of how crap they are. And also another news, of course, we're gonna be going back. We're gonna we're gonna focus on the other one, but we're also gonna be focusing on the floating on the floating restaurant. Yeah, there's been so much. I've been talking so much already about the floating restaurant. Firm said they would not benefit from loss of jumbo floating restaurants in South China in the South China Sea. The Aberdeen Restaurant Enterprise has said that it will not receive any insurance payment for the loss of the jumbo of the jumbo floating restaurant in the South China Sea. In a Sunday press release, it said the capsized eatery tugboat will remain near the vessel to help ensure the safety of the waterway. Not gonna do anything about it? Yeah, how crap that is. The iconic Seaborne restaurant flipped, but it's still afloat after it encountered adverse weather conditions near the disputed Parasail Island, also known as the Shisha Island or the Huangsa Archipelago. It was designated for Cambodia. I don't know why you can't get this to Taiwan, maybe Japan or something. I don't know. Maybe it's a controversial crap. I don't know. The vessel is covered by a protection and indemnity cover for the third party liability. And in accordance with maritime rule and regulations, this insurance covers third party losses, not losses to the company, the firm said. Amid speculation, it could stand to benefit from the incident. The company resident by the Brunswick PR firm did not address why it initially failed to clarify press reports about the Fortero has sunk and has not answered Hong Kong Free Press questions about the environmental precautions in the sea. It has not supplied any images or videos of the, inc- of the incident itself. Like if they're going to sh- show us anything at all as a cover-up. In this statement, it added that it had a cumulative loss of, of over $100 million operating the restaurant since 2013. They hired a professional marine engineer to inspect the, ho- the hole and hoarding ahead of the voyage, it said. The vessel left Aberdeen Harbor on June 14th. After the marine department demanded a report and complained the firm had failed to inform the incident before the press. The company said on Sunday that it had met Hong Kong's regulatory requirement. It added that the Shansha Maritime Safety Administration is not following up on the answer. Shocking! Not shocking, because we knew that they're coming up for some crap that they don't even... Something shady, I don't know why. It's very, very, very incredibly shady. Hong Kong's National Security Police arrest two men days ahead of the Hanover anniversary celebration. The Hong Kong Police National Security Department arrested two men in Chen Saiwan in Taiwan on Saturday under the Colonial Era Sedition Law. The residents of the 31-year-old and 53-year-old were searched. Some electronic communication devices, which were used to publish seditious messages, computer, military knives, and imitation firearms were seized, a spokesperson said in a statement. Police said the men were suspected of doing an act or acts with seditious intention, possession of an imitation firearm, an offensive weapon, and a possession of apparatus for radio communication without a license. The arrest came days before the Chinese before Chinese leader Xi Jinping is expected to swear in chief executive elect John Lee amidst high security and media restrictions. Both men are held by the police currently. You expect me <laughs> You expect me to believe what the government's been doing so far. I don't know why. Uh, 
I'm getting so annoyed by it. I don't know why. I'm getting very annoyed by the government. Famous urinating statue in Brussels. Well done, Hong Kong's costume again. Celebrate handover anniversary. Dominican piss. I don't know why I'm saying this. I don't swear in this social media anyway. An iconic statue of a urinating boy in Belgium's capital, Brussels, will again don a Hong Kong costume on Friday to mark the 25th anniversary of the handover. <laughs> the Hong Kong Economic and Trade Office in Brussels donated the outfit to the city in 2012. The statue last featured the costume during the handover celebrations five years ago. <laughs> it will be visible from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. according to the city's website. A government press release in 2017 described the outfit, a black traditional traditional Chinese jacket bearing the S Hong Kong SAR <laughs> flying dragon logo, and its colored ribbons is teamed with a pair of trendy black jeans and red shoes with white laces, a tablet computer, a simple up to technology driving modern city lab, complete the costume, a spokesperson said, adding that it will represent East Meet West. <laughs> My line looks pretty good. The costume was also used in the in the October 2015 during the visit of the then Secretary for Commerce and Economic Economic Development to Brussels. <laughs> the Manic, Dominican piss and a bronze fountain sculpture depict a naked little boy urinating into the fountain basin. Currently, 130 different costumes each year were planned to be featured on fixed dates, and he regularly received new suits. A wardrobe of 900 costumes is kept at the dedicated building of the Museums of the City of Brussels. An earlier Hong Kong promotion display on the two of the city's tram were reportedly, were, was reportedly axed following complaints about China's human rights record. Tram bearing the slogan, A New Era, Stability, Prosperity, Opportunity, were, me- were meant to promote the Hanover festivities around a capital between June 7th and August 29th. I don't know why. Why is this even happening anyway? Why? Because no one trusts the Hong Kong SAR government anyway. <laughs> and speaking about the G- about what's going on, we've been talking about, we haven't talked about G7 yet because we haven't talked about it. But this time I'll be talking about it right now. G7 attempt to compete with China's Belt and Road Initiative with $600, million, $600 billion infrastructure plan. I wonder how they're going to work. The G7 group of rich democracies on Sunday announced an attempt to compete with China's more formidable Belt and Road Initiative by raising some $600 billion for global infrastructure programs in poorer countries. <laughs> The Partnership for Global Infrastructures and Investment in Field with Fanfare by U.S. President Joe Biden and G7 allies from Canada, Germany, Italy, Japan, and the European Union. Aims to fill a huge gap left as the as communist China uses economic clout to stretch diplomatic tentacles into the furthest reach of the world. <laughs> Biden said the target was for the U.S. To bring two hundred billion dollars to the table, with the rest of the other country, the rest of the G seven, another four hundred dollars by twenty twenty seven. Here's the thing, though. I'm not saying I'm against fighting, competing with China, but right now our country is all completely in a big rival mess. We need to get everything together. Funding the kinds of projects that China currently dominates, everything from 
from road to harbors and a far-flung corners of the world. It's not aid or charity, Biden said. Highlighting the geostrategic, geostrategic thinking between the plans, said such pro- Biden said such project delivers returns for everyone, including the American people and the people of our nation. Around the world, the rule of China's democratic rivals is a chance for us to share our positive vision for the future and for the for our countries to see for themselves the concrete benefit of partnering with democracies, he says. European Commission Chief Ursula von der Leyen, uh, von der Leyen echoed this, saying, It is up to us to give a positive, powerful investment in post to the world to show our partners in the developing world that they have a choice. I wonder what choice is that supposed to be. Although China was not referred by to by name, the rivalry loomed large, loomed large over the leader's presentation and relaunch of a first attempt at a Western infrastructure funded that Biden laid out during the last year's G7 summit in Britain. Unlike China, only China's state-run BRI initiative, which is a which is a smart what to call the Belt and Road Initiative, by the way. The pro the proposed G seven funding would depend largely on private companies being willing to commit to massive investments and is therefore not guaranteed. According to US officials, however, that is a good thing. In this capitalist not good system versus a communist scenario, not a good system as well, both not a good system either. U.S. officials say recipient countries will be able to avoid debt traps and urge strong-arm tactics allegedly used by the Chinese. <laughs> Between now and 2027, the U.S. government and allies will shoot for $600 billion figure through grants, fi- federal financing, and leverage private sectors and leveraging pri- private sectors investment, the White House said, which means it will, be, will end up taking up tax money and give it to whatever the hell they'll be using for, or whatever the heck they're using. This will be only the beginning. The, US, the United States and its G7 partners will also seek to mobilize hundreds of bill, billions in additional capital from other like-minded partners, multilateral development banks, development finance, finance institutions, sovereign, sovereign wealth funds, and more. With the investment target large aspirational, a senior U.S. official acknowledged that the West is currently in second place behind China. There's no doubt that the Belt and Road Initiative has been around for several years, and it's made a lot of cash disbursement and investment, and that we have been coming to this after years of their investment. The officials, which is what the official said, but I would argue that it would definitely be not too late. And I'm not even sure that is even is right. The official the official brief briefing reports on conditions of anonymity said that many countries which partnered with China were suffering buyer remorse. Included that Beijing was more interested in establishing economic and geostrategic foothold than benefiting locals. By contrast, we are coming to you with an offer to make investment to actually improve your country, to improve the economy, and to have a lasting effect on the GDP and your population, the official said. I think that is a deal that is being offered, 
While the obvious target for the U.S.-led initiative are in Africa, South America, and much of Asia are also on the radar. Fallout from Russia's devastating invasion of Ukraine means that even places in Eastern Europe could brought to the, could brought into the fold, the officials say. We'll see how it goes. I don't know if it's going to counter China. It might at least stop China on its track, but I don't know if it's going to at least end it. I don't know if it's gonna, it's gonna like, like he's foot, like he's competing it. Government will not say whether China Xi Jinping will visit Hong Kong in person. Yeah, what do you expect? We don't even know if these, if this bastard's gonna visit anyway. <laughs> Hong Kong's government is silent over whether China, China Xi Jinping will visit the, with the city in person on July 1st. Refer only to an early statement from St. Brown saying he will attend the city's Hanover anniversary event. Hong Kong Press called the Information Service Department three times over the weekend after three emails inquiries went unanswered amid speculation that she may only appear via video link. On Saturday, Reuters, CNN, The Guardian, The CNA, The Hong Kong Free Press were among the outlet reporting on the Chinese point of visit. While it's the Financial Times noted that it will be the first trip outside China since the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic. The Xinhua article said, President Xi Jinping will attend a meeting celebrating the 25th anniversary of the Hong Kong return to the motherland, whatever it's called, and that he will attend the inaugural Ceremony of the sixth government term, sixth term government of the Hong Kong Special Administrative Region. <coughs> there was no mention of Xi potentially joining a virtually to inaugurate Chief Executive Elect Chan Li. Twenty seventeen, ahead of Xi's last visit, Xinhua stated that the leader will be in Hong Kong, and that's it. There's none. There were several reports ca- reported cases of COVID nineteen amongst top officials in Singh including incoming Chief Secretary Eric Chan, the incumbent Secretary for Constitutional and Mainland Affairs Eric Chung, Di- Director of Marine Carrie Yuan, is also, go- is also undergoing quarantine after being identified as a close contract of an infected person. Yeah, I'm not shocked by that. No, I've been rumors that she would not visit because of the outbreak. Top government officials, journalists, and some school pupils were probably asked to undergo a quarantine period as part of the closed-loop arrangement ahead of July 1st. Meanwhile, waterfield barriers, of course, appeared over the weekend around the Wanda Exhibition Center, where the inauguration, where the inauguration is set to take place. At least 10 media outlets, including Hong Kong Free Press, were effectively barred from covering Lee's inauguration as they had not received an invite to the event. I wonder what they're hiding about. Yeah, they're hiding something. They're scared. You expect the gu- you expect us to even be surprised or whatever, because we're not surprised about anything. <laughs> and we're gonna go to a couple of arrest news, which is what I call it. Two Hong Kong teens charged over the 2019 protest death sees murder charge reduced to manslaughter. Two Hong Kong teenagers who were on trial for alleged murder over the de- death of an elderly man during a protest clash in 2019 have had their change lessened to manslaughter. The high court ruled that the prosecution did not have enough evidence to hold them liable for murder, the local media reported. Kelvin Lau, 19 years old, 
and Chang Yingting, 18 years old, appear in front of, of Judge Esperto and, and a seven-person jury on Monday morning, both stood accused of murder, wounding with a tent, and rioting. They had pled not guilty to all charges. After considering the evidence submitted by the prosecution, Cho said she believed that there was not enough enough to prove the murder offense, thus ruling the charge could be replaced with manslaughter. Cho also reportedly told the, the jury that while it was charged of determining the facts of the case, the judge was responsible for ruling on legal matters. The hearing was adjourned until Tuesday to allow pers the prosecution to amend the charges and submit them to court. According to Cho, Law will not testify in court or call for any witness while Chen planned to summon his psychiatrist. Law, Law Changqing, 70 years old, died on November 14, 2019, the day after receiving a blow to the head during a clash between pro-democracy and pro-government protesters in Shenzhou. The incident occurred when Hong Kong was in the grip of the protest sparked by the proposed controversial amendment to the city's extradition bill. When fights sometimes broke out between rival protesters, footage appeared to show two groups hurling rocks at each other and Sun Sui. According to the government, Law was was an outsourced worker for the for the Food and Environmental Hygiene Department, who was on his lunch break. Lao and Chen were both arrested one month after the incident and has been in custody since then. <laughs> and there's a plenty, uh, I can read plenty of rest, I, I guarantee you. We'll read, oh, we'll, we'll get to something else, that, we'll get to the 20, I think we'll get to the 25th anniversary part in about a couple minutes. Uh, what else? This one's, this one's new. S sedition should be tried. At Hong Kong's High Court, says lawyer of man facing three charges. Sedition charges should be tried in Hong Kong Court of First Instance, a lawyer representing a man charged under the colonial arrest legislation has said. Defense Barrister Stephen Kwan said on Monday that the district court did not have the jurisdiction to handle three sedition charges against his client Chang Dai Sum, who was 22 when he was first prosecuted. In addition to sedition charges, Chen faces one count of inciting others to take part in an illegal assembly. Quan said the former food delivery de um, food delivery driver intended to plead guilty to the latter to the latter charge. Standing in front of Judge Guo Wai King, Quan said that the that sedition is exempt from a rule that requires magistrate to transfer cases involving indictable offenses to the district court upon prosecution request. Therefore, it must be dealt with by the High Court, Kwong argued. <laughs> the High Court either with a jury or a panel of three judges as specified in the Beijing Imposed National Security Law. In instance, sedition is an assignment of an idea, and the idea is disaffection towards the ruling power, Kwong said. And in view of the serious nature of the allegation, it is no surprise that it could be only committed to the High Court for trial, to be determined by a jury and or after the enactment of the National Security Law by a panel of three judges in the Court of First Instance. A similar matter was raised during the sedition cases against activist Tam Dachi. The National Security Judge presiding over the case, Stanley Chan, ruled that the District Court had 
the authority to handle the cases under the clone era law. Huang refuted Chen's reasoning on Monday and said that the ruling was not binding was not binding to the district court. Huang said that Chen has been t- has taken a provision laid out in the national security law that the magistrate court, district court, high court, and a court of final appeal can can handle national security law too literally. The Browns still argued that had Chen ignored a statement saying the proceedings still had to be handled in accordance with the law of the Hong Kong Special Administrative Region on a base on that basis that on the basis Quan said sedition cases should be handled in the high courts as set out in the magistrate ordinance. However, the persecution represented by acting deputy by acting deputy and I can't find my buttons for my shirt. By acting deputy the director of the public persecution, special duties Anthony Chow, argued that sedition was not an indictable offense and therefore the persecution application to have a case handled in the district court was valid. Chow also, also rejected Kwan's argument that not all offenses under section section 10 of the crime ordinance are offenses endangering national security. The persecution cited a court of final appeal the judgment and said that all offenses under Section 10 of the Crime Ordinance, which include publication of seditious materials, uttering seditious words, and doing acts with seditious intentions, were crimes concerning national security. Chow also argued that national security law also relevant, allows relevant cases to be dealt with at a court, of course, of different levels. After hearing submission from Quan and Chow, Kwok said that he would need a month to write up his judgment and, and set a next court date for August 1st, depending on court's availability. Yeah, like if they're gonna keep denying, they kept denying it, denying it, denying it, denying it, and, and freaking denying it again. And we're gonna move from talking about arrest to a group disbanding again. We already talked about the uh, Polytechnic University Student Union being disbanded. Hong Kong's hospital staff union votes to disband, citing pressure from all sides. A hospital, a Hong Kong hospital staff union, found in the wake of the 2019 unrest, have voted to disband, citing pressure from all sides. So they've been there for only about, for only about half a year. Meanwhile, a local press union passes changes to the constitution, which lowers the threshold for dissolution. The hospital authorities employ. Uh, Hospital Authority Employees Alliance announced on Sunday that its members passed a, disol- a decision to resolve the group during an extraordinary general meeting held last Thursday. It will officially fold on June 30th. It's still there. It's not going to be gone until probably about a couple of days. At least 58 civil society groups have disbanded since the onset of the National Security Law enacted two years ago this week. <laughs> the union, which began operating in December 2019, Became known when they when let when it led thousands of medical workers to such a five day strike in February 2020, when Hong Kong was first hit by COVID 19. The medics had gathered at the hospital authority's head office to put pressure on the government to react and shut its borders with mainland China to help curb the spread of the virus. It also called on the public to boycott the developed COVID 19 tracing app Leave Home Safe over personal data privacy concerns. The authorities responded by expressing anger over what is called spreading false information. If it's the truth, that's not false information. 
In a Facebook post on Sunday, the union said it faced, has faced political oppression and white terror, pointing to its former chairwoman, Winnie Yu, who is amongst the 47 pro-democracy figures who faced up to life imprisonment over an alleged conspiracy to commit a subversion under the, Nash, under the Beijing's imposed national security law. The nurse and activists currently behind bars pending trial or sentencing at the high court after her bail grant last July was revoked this March. When a magistrate ruled that she has breached her bail conditions amidst pressure from all sides and the current political stalemate, we eventually passed a motion to disband the, the Hospital Authority Employee Alliance, the union wrote on, on Facebook. We do not regret choosing to stand at the, at the front of a storm, connecting everyone and doing an act of defiance in this ridiculous era. Labor unions have been targeted by the government since 2019. The Pro-Democracy Medical Alliance said on Sunday it was one of the among several trade unions which received an inquiry from the Registry of Trade Union regarding alleged rule violations. It had denied the authorities' accusations that it had used funds for political purposes. The Hospital Authority Employee Alliance said it could not escape from disbandment for all kinds of reasons, and it could hope people would equip themselves and persist in the pursuits of freedom. Let us continue to safeguard our values with faith and courage to defend the remaining soil that has not collapsed. The, Hong Kong, the Hospital Alliance Employee Alliance statement read. On Sunday, the, the Hong Kong Journalists Association held its general general held its annual general meeting in which members approved changes to the union constitution to make dissolution easier. The press group may now disband, disband with the consent of a simple majority of votes of the voting membership, as opposed to original requirements securing consent of a 5-6 voting membership. Former Standard journalist Ronson Chan, who was elected as chairman on Saturday, said the amendment was proposed after some members expressed concerns over the situation faced by the General Hong Kong Journalists Association. He said the new requirement would give flexibility to the executive committee if it comes to making decisions to expand. The original threshold is very high. When the constitution was, draft, was drafted, no one thought the Hong Kong Journalists Association may need to disband. And said, adding that the newly elected executive did not have any views on disbandment. Beijing backed newspaper had labeled the journalist group as an anti government political organization and that defended fake news. It also faced criticism from the authorities with Secretary, with Secretary, with Security Minister Chris Tong accusing the union last September of infiltrating schools to attract student journalists. Really? Come on. The Hong Kong Journalist Association chairman, who worked in the now defunct outlet Stand News, had also come under fire by pro Beijing media, has described as a hating pol- as he was described as hating the police and deliberately provoking officers when he was covering the 2019 protest. Chen confirmed on Saturday that the Hong Kong Journalists Association received another letter from the Registry of Trade Union early this month. The Ministry of Body first reached out in, in January asking the press group to explain how certain events they held such as such as film screening and book events were relevant to the objective. The Hong Kong the Hong Kong Journalists Association Executive Committee is seeking legal advice and drafting a reply, Chan said. And I did not feel any pressure and all activities were organized were lawful. 
All Hong Kong Free Press reporters are Hong Kong Journalists Associate Hong Kong Journalists Association members. So anybody in this so anybody in this newspaper, they're all members of that certain group. So that's what they are. They are part of the group, whatever they, it's called. And we'll be right back with two or three more news. And welcome back. So what can we talk about more, shall we? Because there's a lot here now. I don't want to... I'm not saying I don't want to talk more. But because it's starting to get dark, I don't want to... I'm doing this at, in the dark. Hong Kong teenager amongst three arrests over imitation firearm anti-government flags found. Hong Kong police have arrested a secondary school student and two men for allegedly possessing an imitation firearm as officers seized what they described as anti-government flags and badges at the, the suspect's residence. Police on Monday raided the homes of three men ages between 17 and 44 after they were suspected of owning imitation firearms. During the operation, officers took away a total of 38 air, gu 38 air guns, some suspected to have been modified, magazines, extendable batons, gas masks, and filters. Other evidence seized, other evidence seized including fights that features the protest slogan, Liberate Hong Kong, Revolution of Our Times, which include which local courts declared as a secession last July, as well as a badge bearing the bearing the words Hong Kong Independence Armed Forces. The seventeen year old students was detained after the after police saw someone selling gas masks and filter online. New Territory South Regional Crime Unit's Chief Inspector Chang Ying told the press on Monday separately a twenty three year old man was arrested in Chin Wai, while the other suspect was taken was taken was taken away in Sham Sui Pol. The contents of the flag are anti government. We refer to investigate the purpose of the arrested person. Why why they stored such items at home and whether they had any unlawful purpose or any planned illegal activities in the future, Chan said. Senior Superintendent Ho Ho Tung Tung of the Organized Crime Bureau. There were no evidence to suggest that these three cases were related. He said that he said officers would investigate whether anyone has manipulated young people into doing unlawful acts. Ho called on the public to report suspicious activities to the police through the counterterrorism reporting hotline launched earlier this month. He said more than one, more than six hundred tips had been received, and officers were analyzing the intelligence. As where the three arrests made on Monday were based on tips from the hotline, the senior superintendent said the police could not disclose further details in order to protect their source information. What are they scared of? What in the heck are they scared of? I want to know about that. What are they scared of? Well, we talk about gangs, there's already too many gang shooting news we've been talking about for half a week already. Hong Kong, Hong Kong police arrest six more men linked to the central gang shooting. Guns still not found. Okay, how many times can, can, can they report that no guns were found? Police, just do your damn job. Do your dang job right. This is so god darn tiring. Hong Kong police have apprehended six more men in the connection of the gang shooting in Central earlier this month, bringing a total of arrests up 6 to 16. Their pistol involved has yet to be found.
a waste of my freaking reading. The latest round of arrests on Monday, police detained six men between the age 22 and 43 over their involvement in the armed, armed gang dispute in Whitnam Street up near the nightlife area of Langwai Fong on June 10th. The force said earlier that the skirmishes were related to illegal activities, including the uneven distribution of profits from selling drugs. Senior Superintendent Ho Chum Tom of the Organized Crime and Triad Bureau said the men arrested on Monday belonged to the gang that opened fire. Some of the registered owners of the vehicles involved in the case, while others were drivers and passengers. Police on Monday found one of the three seven-seaters linked to the linked to the case in Kamteng. Another um, seven-seater was found burnt at Pat Her on the day of the shooting, while officers were still hunting for the remaining vehicles. Ask, ask whether the pistol use, pistol, pistol use in the shooting had been discovered, Hosted officers were still searching for a handgun. How long have they been searching for that stupid handgun, for God's sake? Unfortunately, the gun that was involved in the shooting incident, we haven't still found yet. But we are working on some, some leads, and we are trying very hard to find a gun, the senior superintendent said. Up to 16 people who have been arrested in the connections of the shooting, 8 were charged and 1 was released on bail pending investigation. Ho said an arrestee had issues over his identity and his case has been followed up by a police unit. The force have launched a series of anti-crime operations since this shooting took place, including raiding bars, mahjong parlors, gaming centers, and nightclubs. Ho to- told the press a total of 1,088 1, people were arrested in those operations. Police said their crimes, their alleged crimes, included assault, included assault, possession of a offensive weapon, drug trafficking, and keeping a vice a vice establishment. What is going on? And I do not know what is they're trying to do here. And I guess we're gonna go to our two final news for today. Um, let's see. What we're gonna talk about it's because it's almost the uh, the crap anniversary anyway. So we're gonna be talking about the the, the dang anniversary. Hong Kong 25th years anniversary. Barricades appeared at housing estates as celebratory flags removed following vandalism. What a shocker. A courtyard of two residential block at a Hong Kong public housing estate has been barricaded a day after after a dozen Chinese national flags were believed to have been vandalized. Hong Kong Free Press visited Lam Sek House and Kam Sek House at the Pinsek Estate. At, in Toi Hung on Monday and found that the courtyard area of the two buildings were blocked off by plastic railing and red string displaying signs that reading cleaning in process do not enter. The move came after hundreds of national and Hong Kong flags hung ahead of the 25th anniversary of the Hanover on July 1st were removed from the two buildings following reports of suspected vandalism. Police told Hong Kong Press that as of Monday, 12 national flags hung at the Lamsek house were suspected to have been vandalized and one was suspected to have been stolen. Another 
national, f- while another national flag was also thought to have been stolen from Comstock House. The case is not being investigated by the criminal investigation team, South Salmoping District. No, no arrest has been made. Actually, none. Calhoun's East Childrens Association told the state match Takumpao last Saturday that it had organized a decoration at Pinsec State and hung, and planned to hung about 11,500 flags across various locations on, on in Hong Kong. A Comstock House resident told Hong Kong Press on Monday that the flags were removed the previous day. I think the hanging the hang, the hang, I think hanging the flag is personal. You can't say that the person is not patriotic if they put up flags, because everyone's expression is different. She said, adding that she wished there were a me- there was a mega national flag hanged down from the building. It would be majestic, she said. Like if I'm shocked. Another Pink Sec estate residence, Miss Yun, showed Hong Kong press photo of the flag, and said that she thought the decoration was beautiful. But she didn't know she did not know who was responsible for hanging the flag. She said the courtyard of the residential were not usually barricaded. Meanwhile, reported last Saturday, last Sunday, that the flags were removed and put into the Lamsec House Mutual Community Aid Community Committee. But neither the committee for Lamsec House or Kamsec House were open during the during the Hong Kong Free Press visit on Monday. Like if I like if I care at all, I don't even care what they put up. I have no compassion for the Communist Party. Hong Kong's that Hong Kong official check into hotels ahead of July first celebrations. Media further restricted from coverage. Top Hong Kong officials have checked into designated hotels in Wanjai as part of the closed loop closed loop arrangement ahead of the July first Hanover anniversary celebration. The government has not said whether Chinese leader Xi Jinping will visit the city for the event. Current and incoming principal officials arrived at the Renaissance Harborview Hotel and the Grand Hyatt on Monday, TVB report. The two hotels were connected to the convention and exhibition center, where the anniversary celebration is are expected to be take place. Chief Executive Carrie Lam will host a dinner banquet at her residence government house on Thursday night, according to Sing Tao. On sun- on Friday, incoming leader John Lee will be sworn in at the inauguration ceremony that will mark the 25th anniversary years since the former British colony has returned to China. But four days ago until July 1st, question over Xi's attendance re- remain. On Saturday, St. Bern Media said she would attend event would attend would attend events. But comparison with the twenty seventeen statement, which stated specifically that the Lee would come to Hong Kong in the dates of his visit, has sparked speculation that he may join virtually. Executive Council member Ip Guahim said on the RTHK radio show on Monday that unless a massive COVID nineteen outbreak were to happen he believes she would come would come to Hong Kong. I think the chance of she coming to to is coming is very high. If she coming is very high. If Hong Kong COVID nineteen situation remains the same as it is now, there will be no abrupt changes. 
I think President Xi coming to Hong Kong to spend the 25th anniversary handover with us should be a reality, Ibsen. Two lawmakers who were tested positive for COVID-19 last week, Secretary for Constitution for Constitutional and Mainland Affairs Eric Tung and Director of the Chief Executive Office Eric, Eric Chan have already recovered, local media report. It is a tradition for the state official to visit Hong Kong on the handover ceremony. She visited to inaugurate LAM in 2017. According to Sing Tao, she will come to Hong Kong on June 30th and July 1st, but will travel from Shenzhen each day rather than staying overnight. Executive Council member Lee Jin Ip and Ronnie Tong both confirmed with Hong Kong Press that they will check into the hotel ahead of attending of attending the celebration on Wednesday. Meanwhile, authorities have further tightening me- media coverage of the anniversary event from at least 10 media outlets, including Hong Kong Free Press, have been denied access on the grounds of COVID-19. Media outlets, which received an invitation, has been limited to sending a single representative. An earlier invitation, they were, they were told they could spend up to t- spend, send up to 10 staff while broadcasters could have up to 20 at the event. <laughs> the Information Services Department said the new arrangement were in view of the latest epidemic situation. Media representation must check in into the designated hotel for stringent, for stringent closed-loop management on Wednesday. They have, under, have been undergoing daily COVID-19 tests at a community testing center since Sunday and must co- also comply with vaccine pass requirement. Local outlet including in media as well as foreign organization get get images Japan Japan's Nikkei and Taiwan CT CT CTV were among those who did not receive an invitation to cover the event. The Hong Kong Journal Association says deeply concerned by the move and that the that the urges the authorities to be more inclusive so that media outlets could fulfill their duties in keeping the public informed by report by reporting on Hong Kong's historic moment. Whoa, I whacked my phone. It is unclear whether there are there will be a live broadcast of the July first event available. Authorities ramped up security around around the convention and exhibition center over the weekend with two meters high bar- barriers set up around the complex. Police will reportedly set up a two-layer security zone in the vicinity of the center, which will require people to pass a security check and show their identity documents. Police will enhance security at the nearby exhibition center, MTR. According to social media posts, the science park, which she is expected to visit if he can it becomes a Hong Kong will be almost entirely closed off starting Thursday afternoon. Free shuttle buses will will be arranged for people to leave from twelve PM to two a two PM twelve PM to twelve to two a twelve twelve PM to two PM there you go. That day and restaurants are to halt operations and reopen on Friday. Officers have been have been spotted on standby outside the West Kowloon stations, she will reportedly take the train to Hong Kong if he makes the visit. Due to a large number of police officers mobilized to ensure the smooth running of the July 1st celebrations, officers in the district across Hong Kong are to work longer. 12-hour shift, Xing Tao reported. 
I wonder how they're gonna be able to take this anyway. I don't think they're able to, because I'm pretty surprised that they're even taking it into an extent, almost a point where they're about to bang their head on the freaking table. COVID-19, this is the final news for today. COVID-19, Hong Kong extended social distancing rules to July 13th, as experts call for border restrictions to be eased. Hong Kong's current social distancing rules will be extended until July 13th, the government has announced. I feel it's hypocritical anyway. In the view of the latest epidemic trend, and given that the effective periods of these measures in the coming, coming cycle will expand to the next government term, having consulted the chief executive elect office and with its consent, the government decided to extend the existing social distancing measure for 14 days with effect from July from June 30th. The government said in a press release on Monday, social distancing measure including the rule requiring all patron, patrons on bars, pubs, clubs, and nightclubs to present proof of negative antigen, rapid antigen tests results were taken within 24 hours would be extended for two more weeks. Other measures such as the mask mandates and a public gathering ban of four people or more will remain in place. While social distancing measures were being, were being maintained, more health experts have have called for, for the relaxation of quarantine rules for incoming for incoming travelers. I think Hong Kong could lift its border restrictions right now, virologist Malik Perez of the University of Hong Kong said on RTHK program on Monday. He said imported cases may only made up a small portion of Hong Kong daily cases and were not adding any burden. The people coming in, the so-called imported cases, are all well vaccinated and generally they are not high-risk groups who are mostly likely to get into trouble when they get the infection, Paris said. Last week, incoming health chief Lo Chumal hinted that a further shortening the quarantine period of travelers to five days or less, citing similar reasons. Hong Kong previously demanded all incoming travelers to undergo 21 days of court hotel quarantine for shutting it down to 14 when the latest when the latest requirement of seven days despite the reduction critics especially from the business sector has said the strict border restriction contribute to business and talent leaving the city apart from the inconvenience to travelers hong kong also faces a shortage of quarantine hotel rooms which are snapped up within hours every time a new batch opens for booking, as well as skyrocketing room prices. Local media report a price hike of more than 80% compared to when the designated quarantine hotel scheme was launched around a year and a half. The nightly rate for a room or a suite in the latest round, which will run from August to August 1st to, to October 31st, ranges from $550 to 64900 $900. That is ridiculous a price. The government last week announced it would not tolerate scalping activities and was taking steps to prevent them. Tesla Hotels were asked to require the partner travel agents not to block book rooms without guest information and the booking must be made under a real name and full payment must be settled. There are currently 65 designated hotels providing, providing around 24,000 rooms. 
As of Sunday, Hong Kong has recorded a total of 1,237,877 COVID-19 infections and 9,398 related deaths since the pandemic begins. Yeah, it's not great. And of course, so happy 25th anniversary. Hope we don't make it to your freaking 20. Hope we don't make it to your 26. And thank you for tuning in, guys. This is Team Kaho, my radio, signing out. <laughs> My radio. It's on on every Monday and every Friday. And host my radio. Welcome to the show. Thank you.